1: The Full Court Press episode 104, entitled, Dimps Dismissed from Dumpster Fire. Uh, As always, Full Court Press is brought to you by Geek Vibes Nation, and I am joined tonight, uh, well, first of all, I'm your host, Nick Smith, and I am joined tonight by Joel Jimenez. What up, Joel? What up, Nick? (laughs) Nothing much, man. I love that you bring the energy for this show. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'll call When, when, when Jawan passes it to you on, uh, on Geek Vibes Live, but you're, you always bring the energy uh, when it comes to FTP. Uh, I love it. Uh, speaking of which, uh, mm-hmm. or who as it were, Jawan Carter. What up, Jawan? Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> Doing his <laughs> best impression. BOA. You know, <laughs> that, um, yeah,
2: that's. That's not that. That
1: was not very accurate, though. Like, it, it's more like, um, it's more like, uh, like, how would it go? Like more, um, what is up? Like, it's it's more like that. Like, it, it's like yeah, there's some much. energy behind that's, it. Yeah, yeah. But it's but more yeah, accurate. I mean, it's just, uh, it's definitely more accurate. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, but anyway, we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, All Star Weekend, of course. Um, so we'll get into that. Uh, we got some um, interesting uh, conspiracy theory type shit. Uh, it, I mean, God, if you want to call it, that, it doesn't, that, that seems almost a little too far-fetched to call it that. Um, uh, we got Del Demps being fired, uh, Anthony Davis on his preferences, playoff projections, and if we have time, we're going to talk about the NBA African League. Uh, I really hope we got time to get to that because I'm I'm really excited about that. I think that'll be really cool. Uh, but let's let's jump right in. So All Star Weekend. Uh, let me just drop the highlights for everybody. Team USA won the Rising Stars game. Uh, Kyle Kuzma was MVP. Jason Tatum won the Skills competition. Joe Harris won the three point competition. Shout out to Joe Harris taking down all those fucking legends. Uh, that show's fucking dope. Javadu uh, Diallo won the dunk contest, and Team LeBron beat Team Giannis with Kevin Durant winning MVP. Joel, what, uh, what oh. kind of um, stood out to you from uh, All-Star Weekend, from the, all the on-the-court stuff, um, and, and just, like, any sort of highlights that uh, that you want to talk about? Um, not, I mean, nothing in particular.
2: I, I was... I, I was I I enjoyed most of it, you know. I, I had no, the All Star game specifically. I had no, I had no horse in the game, so it was awkward cause I really don't. I didn't care if to ask me who right. I was, I don't I didn't care. I just did not care right. who won that game. <laughs> like, yeah. I, 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 that's why I missed the old way because I when you have a horse in the race, you can root for like, the I, East. No right, right, like, you're right because I have no Knicks on on either side, so I have no specific. I, I don't care. <laughs> like, before it was East. Right. I always chose the East versus the West, like always. So it was very right. weird Me too. now that I have to pick a, a specific player. But I, as much as I like the players, I just don't – I mean, I don't care about the rest of the team. I just, like, it's weird. It's just right. – I don't yeah. like it when they did it in baseball. I don't like that they did it in football. I mean, I don't think they did it in baseball. But I did it in football and hockey, the whole uh, weird all-star game where the team the, the captains choose – I don't like that shit. I much, much prefer uh, old school East versus West. But um, it it was still an entertaining game, uh, nonetheless, because they had a couple fun moments in there. Um, uh, Team Giannis came out strong to start, and then Katie shut that shit down.
0: (laughs) He came out with an agenda
2: in that second half. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he did. And it 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 is what it is, because they they definitely came out strong. And I figured Giannis' team would have an uh, a step up because they see like they had more guys. I felt would that would give it their all. Like I, like you had right. uh, on that side, you had Giannis and you had and Bede and Westbrook. I figured that team would uh, definitely come out trying to win. Whereas the other team, like Team LeBron, would probably just sleep through it. But KD was not having it. I guess <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, um, he wanted to close that out and get his second MVP. And congratulations to him. Um, and yeah, that that happened. And then of course All Star Saturday night was fun. Uh I the dunk contest was okay. it, it, it you know, we've had better yeah. dunk contests. It, it's just like, you know, a lot of people complain about the same shit. It's just too many missed attempts. And it's true. You know, the the best dunk yeah. of the night was in the middle of the, the dunk uh, you know, of the yep. rounds and I mean you want it to be the last dunk and it never is, you know. <laughs> it sucks. But right, yeah. I think the three point contest was probably the most exciting. Of, of all weekend, weirdly enough. Um, yeah. Three point contest is pretty cool. That was fun. I did like it. I think they expanded it to two more guys. So it's now instead of eight, it's like 10. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, and the skill challenge, I do love the diversity now. Of course, it's been like that for a while now that they added bigs and wings. So it's not just off like a uh, guard driven. But um, yeah, a wing won it at the end of the day. And, and you know, it was one of yeah. those. And look, this year it was a little different. It was a Hail Mary shot and half court. There were a couple guys trying it. It's a new strategy, and it worked out. So, congratulations, Jason Taylor.
1: Yeah, uh, it was a lucky shot. But, you know, Trey got Trey got the benefit of that doubt. He got lucky in the first round, like, because it was looking mm-hmm. like he was going to get knocked in the first. Uh, and then he, you know, he kind of yeah, got, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, lucky on, on his shot, too, uh, to knock off Fox. Um But, uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I just don't – I really don't have any interest in the skills competition. I did this year simply because um, Trey was in it. Um, But just as a general, like, thing, like, I think it's the dumbest. Like, I I just don't care. Like, like, first of all, like, how many travels did you spot during the skills competition? Like, you should immediately be disqualified if you fucking travel during a skills competition. Like tell me what Trey I, was
2: doing was that not traveling? Was, well, Trey no, was dude, throwing he the ball ahead? The three 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 three. Three. Everybody did. <laughs>
1: that
3: Everybody did. And, like that—that's what I'm um, saying. Like
1: it's just—it's the dumbest thing. Like I just feel like I feel like they should just do away with that. Like I—they're I, I, not going to. But I—I I just no. think it's dumb. I don't—I don't really like it. I never have. Um, it's gotten right. better. Um, like they—they've. They've made it basically. They've made it easier, so it's not like, um, you know, like Super complicated, like, like such a yeah, well, such a grind to watch. You're just like God, like mm-hmm. make the fucking pass already, like you know, like mm-hmm. hey, it's like oh that motherfucker ran out of balls. Like what the fuck do we do now? You know, like yeah, um, so the bounce one easier. that
2: was a pain in the ass. Yeah, they couldn't exactly. Get to the work. They just <laughs> couldn't
1: get it, and and like the ones who did remember, they would like they would one hand it, like chuck it like a fucking quarterback, yeah. you know? Remember that? Yeah, I, think, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it was Rondo <laughs> who did it or, um, but like somebody did it like one year, and it was like, oh, that's the strategy. Um, but like yeah, dude, it, it's it, it, so it's a little better now, but it, it, it it's it's just comes down to the three great. at the end. It's all comes down to at the end three pointer. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm just, it, it, it's whatever. Um, but yeah, the three-point competition was definitely the best. It was fun to watch. The dunk contest, um, first, first of all, like, and, and I know this is maybe slightly me being a homer, but like, dude,
2: there's, how John the Collins. fuck
1: is John Collins going to finish behind Miles Bridges, who didn't even complete his first dunk? Like, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> You know, like I like I'm not, and I'm not even like complaining for him to have gotten to the second round, even though it took Dennis Smith Jr. like seventeen fucking tries to complete his two. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm using hyperbole, but y- y'all y'all know what I mean. Um, but like, but to finish behind Miles Bridges, who didn't even complete his first dunk, like they need to figure <laughs> some shit out there, like because that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, weird. Like there's, She got a five. It's like seven. he got, it's From like missing? he got pity points. He got pity points for his first fucking, like, but like for, for trying something super cool. And it, that shit would have been dope as fuck had he pulled it off. Um, but, like, but, like, he got, like, pity points. And then he got, like, big points on his second dunk. I think he got a 50 on his second dunk. And, um, it is, and it like, is. Both, John, both John Collins dunks, like, neither was, like, super spectacular. But they were both, like, solid dunks, like, solid first-round dunks. And he nailed them both first fucking try, like, dude, like it's ridiculous that he finished fourth. Um, like, again, they need to figure some shit out there because that that was fucked up. Um, like, if you're telling me that like like Dennis Smith Jr.'s dunks were better, um, I'll give you that. Granted, it took him forever to fucking complete them. Um, like, <laughs> For sure. you know, so, so, but like, but I I just cannot like. The fact that Bridges finished ahead of him—that's what really pisses me off. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was kind of bullshit. Um, honestly, I, w- I would have loved to seen what Collins had like up for the final round, because um, I don't think, like like you said, Joel, I don't think either of the the contestants had anything great to finish out. Um, like I mean, I guess um, was it was it the the first round or the second round that that Diallo jumped over Shaq
2: second no no it was the it was the, uh, the second dunk i think second in the second dunk round, right? on the first the...
1: in the first round yeah, yeah. and that was the best so, dunk yeah. like that that shit was that was yeah. fun like that he was jumped it. over Shaq yeah. he yeah. did the Vince Carter and put his whole arm in the fucking his whole oh, right. forearm in which the rim which is impressive but <laughs> like, yes it was very impressive that was by far the best dunk of the night um but uh but yes yeah, so, i mean it, it whatever um and then, yeah, I, I've only watched a little bit of the All-Star game. I didn't even watch the whole thing. I watched some of the fourth quarter, and, like, that was it. I, I honestly didn't really care. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I watched the first it, half, it, I think. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, I mean, I figured I would tune in later when, when they actually started playing a little defense, Um. and they still weren't playing right. defense Um. <laughs> until, like, the last, like, three minutes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, congrats to, you know, everybody who won their respective contests and everything. Um, I just, I feel like, um, I feel like all-star weekend is for kids. Like I remember loving this shit as a kid and not like really understanding. Um, and, and, and I don't, and again, I don't think that it's like, I don't think that it's gotten that much worse. I just think like, our expectations or, like, what we want to see in a basketball game has gotten, like, greater. And, like, so, like, when we see these all-star games where they're not playing any defense, all these various competitions, you know, like, it's like how many different dunks can you do? It's like the same thing when you're writing a song. Like, how many different chord formations can you do? Like, anything you write is going to be – at least similar to everything else that you've ever heard before. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, it's the same thing with a dunk. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I it's just not, it, it, I, I care way more about who makes the all star team than the actual all star game. <laughs> like, I think that's more exciting right. to me. <laughs> um, yeah, me too. But, uh, yeah, like, I mean, because I, cause that's, like, the important part. Like, that's, that's like, the legacy part, the the credentials. Well, um, I you know, care that. as much as they care, and they don't
2: care. <laughs> that's why exactly. I, I care for certain teams. They don't care. Uh, they don't. You're right. They just they let it go. They play and have fun. And I get that, but you know, that's why I, I root for the guys that are going to try. <laughs> like, a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not just go out there.
1: Yeah. And it, and it did seem like they maybe tried a little bit more last year, like the first year of the, the, the first year, team type thing. And yeah. And yeah. that doesn't seem. I don't. I don't know how long that's going to hold on. It worked it, for a it year. Didn't. It worked <laughs> for a year, right? And that's and it did not work this year. Like it seemed like everybody was back to just like chucking that's up normal. threes. Yep. And, and that's another thing, man. Like, like I get like the whole three point thing. Um like, in games and stuff, like, the the analytics behind it all. But, like, dude, I'm watching an all-star game. I don't want to see, like, 500 three-pointers. Like, fucking drive to the rim. Fucking dunk. Like, fucking throw a fucking thing off the backboard and dunk like T-Mac did. Remember that when it first happened, and it was like, dude, what the fuck? It was so much cooler. It's like, dude, the last thing I want to see is, like, people just chucking up threes the whole game. Like,
0: uh,
1: I think Damian Lillard like, didn't even take it two? I, I, I think I heard that wow. somewhere. Um, like, he shot, like, 18 shots, and they were, like, all threes. <laughs> like, they're so fucking annoying. Um, like I said, I get it in a game. Like, I mean, I get it if you're trying to win. Like, you're, you're going to shoot threes. Uh, you're going to shoot, like, that's the era we live in with the analytics and everything, and it doesn't bother me. Like, even watching the Rockets, like, I don't – it doesn't really bother me. I know it bothers a lot of people. Um but like in a, in an all star game, if you don't care, like then st- like stop shooting fucking threes, like leave that to Steph Curry so he can shoot like forty footers and shit. Like that's exciting. Like like regular three pointers are not exciting. Um, but I don't know. Like they're they're, they're going to have to get silver, and them we're going to have to get creative, try and like spice things up. I'm not sure what the answer is. Um, which is like the scary part because then they start doing really crazy shit and then it's like even worse um, but yeah, I don't know like we'll
2: removing see. center uh, from but, the selections and taking east versus west out of the quick fuckers
1: <laughs> yeah right um, but yeah and, and, and two like the one, one quick thing before I pass to you Joran is like other thing that drives me crazy is if we're not and, and I, I realize that like there's a, like more that goes into it than just um, you know that uh, basically like GMs in the Eastern Conference or Western Conference or whatever they they want their guys to get in you know to represent their team yada 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 right. um, but if you're not gonna have East versus West you should just have the best twenty four players make it <laughs> like right. there's I, no I, reason that. like you know like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense you know it, it, if you're going to choose that format then. Fucking just pick the best twenty four players. Like it, 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 and, and not that it would have made that much difference, but you know, like maybe Tobias Harris would have gotten in there instead of um uh uh, uh fuck um uh, uh, Milton, the kid from Brooklyn Lowry uh, uh, yeah maybe m- maybe Lowry um, <laughs> D'Angelo Russell was who I was gonna say. Um, right. But like, yeah, I mean, I, I think he would have made it, and and you know what's funny is by the end of by the time the game actually happened, he would have been an Eastern Conference player. So like, it yeah. would have all worked yeah. itself out. Uh yeah. But but nevertheless, uh, yeah. I mean, I I think um, I, I I just think that makes sense if you're going to do yeah. it in that format. But uh, Juwan, your takeaways from All Star Weekend.
3: Rising Stars Challenge. Uh, that game really, really, really excited me, uh, especially Kyle Kuzma showing everyone who thought he was expendable that, like, hey, if you suck a fat one, like, look look what I Shouldn't look have won the MVP, like, but fine. Fair enough. I, I'm, I, I wasn't even going to argue that point. I was just saying how well he played, um, even though it's pretty much just like an he's all-star I. game
1: for children.
3: Uh, Kyle sure Kuzma is, is a stud. He's a stud. I'm not saying he's an all-star, but he is a stud. Um uh, he is, he shouldn't he, he shouldn't be potential. as expendable um as as quickly as we're writing him off to be as if like he's just well, some guy. Um, I
2: think he's the most valuable piece in LA in my opinion. I don't know who's yes. writing him off. It's just you're going to sell him for AD though. I think that's that's pretty much No, no, no,
3: no, no. no. I understand that. <laughs> sure, I'm I'm not speaking sell. about I'm not speaking about us. I'm speaking in reference to you watch like all these and everyone talk. They just talk as if like Kuzma's just like one of the guys, like he's Beasley or something like, get rid of him, like you know, yeah, of course, don't. Oh,
2: the Beasley. I'm just saying, like,
3: let's let's put some value on the name of Kyle Kuzma. Um, but I, I really enjoyed seeing uh seeing him kind of ball out in that. Um, as far as the uh three point contest, I I, I got to give it to Joel. Joel picked Harris. Was Harris your, your dark horse, or was he your yeah, your exact not- pick?
2: No, I, didn't, my I didn't see
3: that I didn't see that coming i was I was incredibly wrong on my pick uh the three point contest usually doesn't <laughs> yeah, do anything were. for me um the three point contest doesn't usually do anything for me because I found like the last couple of years these three point shooters when like it's not an in game situation, are kind of bad shoot three pointers um like they just go through racks and, like sometimes they make one they don't make any um and I'm kind of like I, I I don't get it. Um, the slam dunk contest to me was a bore, even though it was really cool to see Dennis Smith, uh, Smith Jr. in there as a Nick. Uh, it did nothing right. for me, like completely nothing for me. Uh, yeah, and I won't I was even go very the route of, I won't even go the route of there's only so many dunks you can do. That's false. Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine proved that, uh, a few years ago and it wasn't that long yeah. Ago. The thing isn't that there's not that many dunks you could do. The problem is you keep getting these dunkers who, one, no one's ever heard of. And, two, they're not good dunkers. They're not creative. Yeah. They not. They don't even have power dunks. Like, and, it's just and, one of those
1: things. And, again, to my point, at least John Collins was fucking creative. Like, bringing out the fucking the model plane and with the, the, the Airmen <laughs> and all that yeah. shit. That was dope. <laughs> Like, the showmanship factor was there. It's just the dunk wasn't that good. You know, like... It it was okay. um, He broke the plane. Yeah, it was all right. (laughs) He did break the plane. Um, He did break the (laughs) plane. I mean, but you know what? The plane crashed a few times, you know, before they actually, like... Made the flight, so, like, yeah. at least, yeah, i heard someone <laughs> trying to defend it like that. I, I literally, <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter be like, yo, he meant to do that because, like, it crashed a few times before they actually, like, made it work. And so he he, he meant to do that, and I was like, yeah, bro, nah, shut up. Like, right, he right, did not mean to right. do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Jordan, go They ahead.
3: just need to... No, 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 you're fine. They just need to get better dunkers. Um, and what they should look for are guys who specialize in dunking. None of the guys that they had in this contest specialize in dunking. They can dunk.
1: I would say Diallo, Diallo about... kind of does, though. Like, Diallo is like, you... like... They all can
2: dunk. No, yeah, yeah, they all I can dunk.
1: Dunker... But, like, Diallo's known. is Diallo's known like squarely for his athleticism. Like, that was that was his best best thing coming out of college like people were like dude like his game is super raw he can't really shoot he's not a great defender like all of the things he can't do but that dude can dunk a basketball like that was pretty much the the MO on him coming out of college
3: what i mean in the sense of that is you look at a guy like Giannis who might lack creativity but is mm-hmm. such a power dunker like you give that mm-hmm. guy can help him creatively he would Right. Amazing to watch in a dunk contest. Paul George. You just you mean names, man. Yeah. LeBron. LeBron, do it. <laughs>
2: okay. No, I don't yeah. want
3: LeBron to do it. Like, I don't want like, LeBron to
1: do like, it. It's like, I, well, I don't need more, but chance. it's like he. Right. Yeah, but time. it's like he set, he set the precedent because, like, at the time, it was like they were still getting, like, big names for the dunk contest. And, like, LeBron, for whatever reason, just had no interest in it. And, like, That seems to have been a trend. You know, like, it's like you don't get Michael Jordan versus Dominique Wilkins anymore.
2: Like,
1: you don't get that. Right. Um, And it's just, it's disappointing. Um, Like, don't get me wrong, I was super hyped for John Collins to be in the dunk contest. Um, And, like, you know, I mean, I I thought it was super cool, but, but, you know, like, would, would I rather see him just for the sake of it being a hawk? Or would I rather see Giannis? Or you know, like the you, know, uh, Juwan, You mentioned Paul George. Like that'd be an interesting one. Um, he was there. Like, before, I mean, I, once he was there. Before. Was he? Okay. Yeah, um, yeah one time. Yeah. But like, yeah, well, there's, there's, there's a lot Wall. of guys. That, uh, there's a lot of guys that I, you know that I would really like to see. Um, you know, some some younger <laughs> prime guys. Um, like guys, that, I'd, I'd ask
2: Vince back next year
1: as a legacy pick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll
3: say
1: this. I don't know if he's, know if he's uh, got that much fucking air anymore.
2: he
3: still win,
2: baby. he still win.
1: If the NBA is smart, <laughs> if
3: they're smart, because they've already kind of like toyed with each other about the idea. If the NBA is smart, you can only have four. I'd open it to five. But okay, let's keep it up. Next year should be Giannis, Levine, Gordon, and Zion Williamson. You have those four Definitely guys in Zion. a dunk contest. It'd be it'd be <laughs> lifestyle. out. It would easily, it would easily be the best moment of all of All Star Weekend
1: because there's yeah, no way it would you be, get those well, four great It would great be the most hyped moment. That's for sure. Like, and that's the thing that's missing from like all of this stuff is like, and and that's why I do agree with you, Juwan, about. I think the I, I do think the best part of this whole weekend was. Uh, Rising Stars game just to see all these young players play. And, and like, yeah, Joel, jo- jo, I think you mentioned like there was zero defense played in this game, and it was, um, you know, it, it, yes. it was, yeah, it, you know, it's it right. is what it is. But, <laughs> but, but like, I mean, I, I was more excited time. to see all these these young guys play, um, at, you know, it, in this kind of environment, um, than I was to. Be pretty much anything else, but if you like throw out like a huge, like, like, like bevy of, you know, dunking talent uh, to be in the dunk contest, like, yeah, that's gonna make me a lot more excited. You know what I mean?
3: I'll say the thing that the All Star game has been missing um, that I think we should have more of because it'd be a lot of fun. Um, The the killer instinct feel that Kobe gave that year he broke Wade's nose. I know I always keep going to this game, but the reason why is, I don't know if you guys remember this, Kobe said he was going to make sure LeBron didn't score on him when he was guarding him. Right. And Kobe took him personally and guarded LeBron almost the entirety of that game. Um, Yeah. It was fun to see LeBron trying to score over Kobe, creative ways for him to do that. But Kobe was dead serious. And what I also want more of is guys that get selected to the All-Star game who don't necessarily like each other if they're on if they're on opposite teams like now that you have the ability to trade like I love when LeBron sent Russ over there with with Joel Embiid I would have loved if Joel Embiid went over to LeBron and we could have seen Embiid guard Russell Westbrook and kind of see that like kind of manifest in a fun way it just sure. lacks competitiveness and all it takes is the head guy which we all know is LeBron just to kind of make it personal a little bit like. Everyone keeps saying Kevin Durant's the best player in the NBA. If you feel as though you're the, still the best player, you know what you do. Don't draft Durant. Let him go to the other side, and then you tell everyone. Right. What? Why? why he he make didn't. Sure, Durant doesn't score. I know. You have like, every great right.
2: player. It's that,
3: <laughs> man, <laughs> I know. It's that,
1: it's that AAU mentality, though, man. That's I, it's, it's a yeah. different it's a different mentality than than. But like,
3: what I'm saying is. Every other generation
1: of NBA players.
3: I'm not saying treat the All Star Game like Game Seven of the Finals. That's not what I'm saying. Right? No, but treat it, make it, just make it competitive. Like the fact that they almost reached 200 points is ridiculous. Like it's not that cool to watch. Like I want at least the last five minutes of the fourth quarter, if the game is close. That should be the most competitive basketball that you've played in that whole week and a half that you've had time off away from playing basketball. Right. Like, just make it competitive um, yes. to where, uh, you know, we're watching and we're kind of like, yo, like, can Durant score on LeBron? Like, LeBron's playing tight defense on him; They're doubling. Like, make it fun, but still make it competitive. Right. But what's sad? what's sad about this is, as uncompetitive as the All-Star game was, it was still more entertaining to watch than the NFL's all-star game
1: so it's like oh doing yeah dude right. that's the worst <laughs> well are doing, they're doing something, something right the NFL all-star game it's like you're when you, there's I, I'm not even gonna get into it, but that's definitely the worst um yeah I mean I, I, here's the thing I agree with you it doesn't have to be game seven of the finals like nobody's expecting that but like It'd be nice if it was at least reg- a regular season game on the tail end of a back to back, get a type of competitive. Like, like, we're not asking for that much here, guys. Like, just give mm-hmm. us a little something. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's at it's, least the last two minutes not. of each quarter. You know, just play hard the last two minutes. Yeah, like something. Like, but no, I like your idea, well, John. Problem- like, like make the grudges, like throw some grudges in there, like. Um, like, cause even, even when it was, um, I I think it was still East versus West at at, at the point where Katie left, it was like, man, I would love to see Russ go up against Katie right now, you know? And remember that was like a huge, like storyline where Russ even passed in the ball and then he passed in the alley-oop, like, like right away or whatever. Um, -hmm. but like those, those kinds of storylines would be, would be great. Um, you know, but... Yeah, I mean, I, one more thing to – actually, no, I'm going to pass it back to you, Juan, and then I'll do my one more thing.
3: Uh, no, I, I'll just wrap it up by saying this. Um, Curry definitely uh, sold the show for me with the, uh, the yeah, bounce pass to himself for the, the two-handed yes. uh, backwards dunk. I thought that was, it was super great. fun uh, to watch. Yes. But also, my biggest issue with All-Star Game is that the guys that get in for their first time – I kind of feel like the veterans who are always going to be in it should do, should make a more concerted effort to get these guys who might not ever get into the all-star game again, kind of get them going, like kind of feed Middleton, feed D'Angelo Russell, like feed these guys.
2: Yeah. Maybe they might not
3: ever get another opportunity. Um, And I think if you do stuff like that, that might help make it a little bit more entertaining. Because you see guys score and do dunks that you don't, that if you live in, Orlando, you don't really get to see Middleton or D'Angelo Russell that often.
1: Um,
3: so, kind of just do more things like that. I, I don't know. I'm just thinking, of w- what could you do to kind of make it more interesting? And those are some of the ideas.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I would almost, like, <laughs> if I was coaching the game, I would almost, like, want to be like, um, all right, we're, we're going to play, like, all of our dudes who are first or second year, like, all-star you know, guys, the most because they're going to give it their all. You know what I mean? Like they're going to actually play, which it, you know, in turn is going to make the other team actually play, and then we'll sub back in like our super good players, and like then maybe we'll get something competitive. So maybe like some coaching, uh, some some various like coaching decisions can can help influence that. I don't know. Um, but I just, just real quick, um, because I I forgot to mention this earlier, but Jawan reminded me of it. Kyle Kuzma winning the fucking MVP uh, for the fucking uh, Rising Stars game was so stupid. Like, yeah, he had 35 points. <laughs> he also shot the ball 27 fucking times. Um, he was 3-10-3. Okay, 30%, which is about his average on the season, so that makes sense. Um, but, like, dude, okay, first of all, I'll give you – players who deserved it more than him Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell Jason Tatum any of those guys deserved it more than him Trey Young had 25 points he shot the best from 3 out of anybody from the whole game 6 of 11 from 3 54.5% um, he also had 7 rebounds to Kuzma 6 like yeah you got out re- rebounded by like a 6-2 guard Kuzma like Great job, buddy. Um Trae Young also had 10 assists, the Kuzma's two. Um, they had the same amount of blocks. <laughs> like, dude, all he had was the 35 points. Uh, like, let's look at Mitchell. He only had 20 points, right? Also, uh, he had five steals in the game. He also had nine assists. He had uh, seven rebounds to, again, the Kuzma's six. Um, and he shot the ball effectively, 8 of 13 from the field, 3 of 6 from 3. Uh, and then you take a look at Jason Tatum. He had uh, 30 points. Um, yeah, you know, he he had two steals, uh, three assists to Kuzma's two, nine rebounds to Kuzma's six, uh, and 6 of 14 from three, uh, much better than 3 of 10. Um, either any of those guys, to me, deserved it more than Kuzma. I, I get where you're coming from, Jawan. It was nice to see Kuzma get, like, some kind of spotlight and what have you. Uh, but, but basically, he was just out there being selfish. He was just shooting the ball every time he got it in his fucking hand and, like, put up 35, and, like, that's why he got the fucking MVP. And, like, he didn't do anything else. And that's my thing with Kuzma. He doesn't do anything else. He doesn't rebound particularly well. He doesn't pass particularly well. He doesn't defend particularly well. He shoots. That's, like, what he does. He's a very good role player. Like, I don't think he's that good. Like, I don't think he's bad. I just don't think he's, like, great. I think, um, like, pretty much most everybody else on this team will probably end up being a better player than than Kyle Kuzma. Like, John Collins, Jason Tatum, Yaron Fox, Donovan Mitchell, maybe Bagley. I'm still iffy on him. Jaron Jackson will. uh, Jared Allen will. Trey Young will Kevin Knox <laughs> well, still a little iffy on him. But like like I I just I think it's ridiculous. I don't think he deserved it. I think like like I said, there's three other guys there that deserved it. Um and this is not even me being biased. Like I'm I'm like I it, like it's not about like Trey Young here. Like I think honestly, if I was picking I would have picked Tatum, uh, then Trey, then Mitchell, um, then Kuzma. Like I would have given it to Tatum as much as that pains me to say because of the fucking, <laughs> the, the skills competition. <laughs> um, but, uh, but no, nah, like I, I don't, I don't, I don't think Kuzma's, um, I think Kuzma's like a really good scorer. Like I think he could develop his game and maybe become something better. Um, but like, but you know, that's why I think he's, he's a really good fit with LeBron. Cause he, 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 he shoots, he, he shoots well with, you know wide open shots and he does um slide off screens well like he, he gets himself open um so that like people can feed him the ball um so he there's a lot of offensive things he does well but like defensively he, he doesn't do really anything uh particularly well defensively um but juan you had a retort before you moved on <laughs>
3: No, 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 no! I don't want to take up any more time because it, it it would it would expand into something else, and I don't want to take any more time. So I'll just hold on.
1: <laughs> All right, man. We'll 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 maybe get into it later then. Uh, but over. anyway, let's move on. Yes, rant over. Uh, mm-hmm. so from All Star weekend, we had a very interesting video that was um making the rounds, I guess on in Facebook messages. Um, I don't know where else. Joanne, uh when I get done Warner. introducing the topic, I mean, maybe you can elaborate. Instagram, okay. Um, but uh, so there's a video of Kyrie and Katie talking. It was just a, like a, a video taken from somebody's phone um, in the tunnel, and it appears as if Kyrie said, and I'm quoting here: two max slots, it's time, end quote. Um, among some other things, but those are like the the clearest words that you could make out. So he was saying that to KD, who was kind of like pacing back and forth, um, you know, while Kyrie was talking to him. So like, I guess Kyrie is is like, you know, trying to convince KD, like, let's go to the Knicks, like. And if Katie, who's been long speculated to go to the Knicks, that means you're getting Kyrie. I don't know. Um, But, I mean, dude, it's it's hard to interpret that as anything else Um, other than Kyrie being like, dude, let's go to the Knicks. Like, let's go to the Knicks. Dude, let's do it. Let's go to the Knicks. Um, That's definitely how it came off to me. I don't see how it could be interpreted in any other fashion. I will say this. KD did not seem like he wanted to have the conversation. Um and maybe there could be a million reasons for that. Um but uh but nevertheless, um it 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 seems like Kyrie is, is is all about it, um, at least from the looks of this video. Uh what were your thoughts on this, Joan? Um You know, I I know you were fucking giddy when you saw it, Um, but elaborate on your level of giddiness when you saw it. (laughs) Um, Well, first,
3: let me start off by saying the giddiness was from a stance of bias, obviously, but mainly because I got it from a Knicks page. Um, And I'm like, all right, I first started to say to myself, all right, well, he's definitely like fixing this for like, you know, Kyrie and, you know, Kyrie to be saying that. So then I, I searched and I saw in other places that weren't, like, associated with Nick's fan pages. And I was like, oh, no, 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 this is real. Like, Kyrie <laughs> was saying, two max spots. Like, it's time. Um, I've heard from someone in reference to Kyrie uh, kind of just breaking down to Durant that, uh, you know, like, after you win this one, like, you got two. After you win this one, like, it's time for you to move on. Like, leave. Go do something where you could be the focus, and it's not the story of you're playing with other great players. Um, like, her, like you're not on a team that was already created. You're going to create a team. Um, but as a Knicks fan, yeah, you got excited. But I immediately was telling Joel, like, uh, no, I was telling my, my brother, actually, like, Knicks aren't the only ones with two max spots. So it's like, I mean, yeah, as a Knicks fan, do you want that to be the Knicks? Of course. But he could have meant a few other, they, hey, two-max hey,
1: they—they are the only team with two max slots. Um, they're no, not I the only the team who can create two max slots. Who?
3: I thought the Nets had space. The
1: Nets—they uh, can create it. They do not have two max slots. So they have to get rid of Crab.
3: Oh, oh. Well, that sounds not too difficult. Um, but okay, so then, cool. Then it, it I mean, yeah, they probably idea. have
1: to give up a first round pick to do it, but like, I mean, and you, if you're you getting would both those if, guys,
3: yeah, you would. Yeah, do it. exactly. Um, I, I was telling my brother the, the most important thing that I've gotten in my head in regards to the idea of Kyrie and Kevin Durant is this: all my eggs are not in that basket. Mainly because we've been in this situation before, and sure. It was when we had availability for LeBron, cleared the debt, so we could get LeBron. Everyone, if you if you could like rewind back to that time, there was no one on this planet that thought LeBron was going anywhere other than either Brooklyn because of his Jay Z affiliation, or the Knicks, right? Because because it's the Garden. Early on, no one thought those Miami. The favorites. Yeah,
1: no, right. Not no one on. thought
3: Miami. No one was saying he was going back to Cleveland. So us Knicks fans got so hyped for the idea of LeBron, and then we ended up overpaying Amari Sotomayor. So that's why I'm saying I don't want to obsess over it because for the first time in what feels like 20 years, maybe even longer, Knicks have options. They have options. The Knicks are finally the pretty girl to where it's like you don't have to just be super smart to get through in life. Like you're beautiful and smart. So it's like you have all these options. So you don't have to put things on one specific thing. But would I, sure. would I love to dig deep in, in, into Kyrie saying that to Durant as they're going to the Knicks? Yes. But I will not, and I repeat, I will not let the Knicks swindle me again by putting all my hope and faith and then getting these two guys and they possibly do not.
1: Well, you're, you're dealing with two very fickle guys. Um and so that in and of itself. Yeah. That in and of itself is, is very trepidatious. Um but I I mean from that video I feel like it comes down to what K D does. If K D goes, Kyrie will probably go two, um and they'll team up there and they'll try to win there and, and, and that'll be um, you know, barring any sort of injury, that'll be, you know one of the perennial contenders for the next three or four or five years, um, in, in the East. Um, but, um, you know, I understand as a Knicks fan, I understand your trepidation. I mean, it's like when any, you know, when any Hawks fan brings up like going after a a top tier talent, I'm like, we've never gotten one. Like, why, like, why would, why, why would this year be any different? You know? So, um, but, I don't know. There's a there's a certain amount of optimism that I have for you guys, and maybe it's just because I'm not a Knicks fan, and you know I I, I <laughs> see things from a different perspective. Um, but Joel, also a Knicks fan, going to kick it over to you. What were your thoughts on the video?
2: Um, I've seen it a couple times now, and I'm never one to put all my eggs in one basket. <laughs> and uh, like Joelle was saying, like this summer a little is a lot different than that that one summer with LeBron where we, we did everything in our power to free up space to bring in a guy like him and sell him the right. world. Um and, you know, he turned us down to go play in Miami, uh, with, with his friends and Good decision. we get it. We burnt you know, you know, for him it worked out. Um and it you know, we were upset and we were distraught and it hurts. <laughs> like that was very you know heartbreaking. Like because they're like fuck man like we, we waited all this time to hopefully possibly why did he turns down New York? Uh, he did several times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, LeBron don't like that that fire man. He's that's, that's not him. It's not he's not a New York guy. It's, uh, unless he's talking about the Yankees, he's a bandwagon. That's what he is. Um. Anyway, <laughs> my thing is with um with KD and Kyrie and that that whole conversation looked nice, man. Like they're having this. Like I can't read lips, but I saw him say two. Did he say max spot? I have no idea. I have no idea what he was
1: talking about. But
2: they were together. Yeah, a lot he held up. He held place. up
1: the number two with his fingers. Like, so he we did. know he said
2: he that. did. That that for sure he said that because he right. held up like you said two two what we don't know two dollars. I have two dollars in my pocket. Let's go get some snack. <laughs> I don't know what he said to him, but like it's like. I, I know for a fact that even if they don't, if it doesn't happen, I can't imagine they didn't talk about it a little bit. And maybe right. KD needs com, some convincing, or maybe uh, they've talked about it before and it's like, so what? what maybe they are like, hey, we'll talk about it again during All Star break and see how we'll, we'll see where we're at. And so it's just them talking right. it over. Uh, maybe not. It's not. Maybe it's not specifically New York, but that seems like the you know, if it's not. It seems like the most likely destination, like if it's not anywhere else. It's like they
1: don't stay where they're at.
2: If they do decide to yeah, leave, I mean, there's current situation. Yeah, and that's
1: the thing. Like, if they do want to play together, where would you rather play? Like, you know, right. like, I mean, obviously if you're you not, want to play you're not the going to go method. to L.A. because LeBron's there. Right. Um, and then, like, out of the other teams that can easily create two max slots, you go to the Clippers, eh, like <laughs> – I just I I, right? I find it hard to believe that you would want to go to the team B in L A unless you just really want to show up LeBron. But like you can do that anyway in New York. Um, I, I, and if you're and gonna comes, go to New York, why would you want to go to go to Brooklyn? Like I mean, and and everybody says, well, Brooklyn's better. Yeah, well, Brooklyn doesn't have the the the, the assets now that the Knicks have. They also don't have. Um, if if they sign both those guys, wow. they lose D'Angelo Russell, who's their best player. Um, right, so, they lose like,
2: a, a couple people.
1: Right. Yeah, and, and so like I don't I don't think Brooklyn stands out as any sort of a better basketball situation. I um, mean, right. uh, you got a couple good guys on Brooklyn. You know, you got a couple young guys on um, New York that could New be York? good, and you got more draft capital, you uh, get more way to like improve the team. Right. Um, so. For me, for me, it all lands on what happens in the lottery.
2: Because I think the, the lottery, if we get, depending on what we get, if we get number one, right. I think it, it definitely increases our chances of bringing in a free agent. Uh, because either one, one, either one or two options, you, you go and you draft Zion or you go draft Zion and trade Zion. <laughs> it's one of those two things. Or you trade the pick before that and, and you know, whoever picks, Pick Zion. You know, at the end of the day, Zion's who you want because so, that's the biggest trading piece or one of the biggest assets to say, "Oh shit, I'm gonna go play with this stud." You know what I mean? It's one of those things, one of those two things. Um, and that's why for us, I have to see where we land. Like, is it one? Is it two? Is it three? Hopefully, it's only within that three bracket. There, <laughs> it's in the three market. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm more worried about that than in free agency. I think that'll play itself out. Um, I, I'm more stressed out about what what happens in, in the in the draft. I like in the draft because I I I, just, because right. I think a lot of things get like can go right if we we land that first pick, but or the second. Like I wouldn't be upset with the second or third, but I mean more more so obviously the first pick. Um, because uh, that definitely opens up like holy shit, that's Pandora's box now. <laughs> like, well, right. No, this they that is the, the guy that everybody
1: wants. <laughs> Like right, when's right. the last time we've had a, like uh, a consensus number 1 overall pick? I mean, I guess Fultz was, but like No, you saw that. that I that, wasn't but, that. That but like, a, like a, that was definitely not I mean, not, was, Anthony Davis was the consensus number 1 overall. <laughs> Anthony Davis. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't say, think I was about to say I think it was David Anthony Davis. Like I think it it was um so like cuz I mean even when you have that Wiggins year it was like Wiggins yeah. or Parker. Um, people went right. back and forth, and right. like there were, I'm sure there were some people who were like, "Man, Embiid," you know. Um, but obviously there were. Used, there um, definitely was the Blake Griffin the, you know, year, but that was
2: Blake Griffin. And the,
1: right. Well, I think what yeah, who but that was like that, that was obviously before the Anthony Davis year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I have right, right. to go back to the Anthony Davis year. Um, I think that was the last year we had like a. Consensus. At least a, a consensus number one. Whoever, well, Cat, Anthony Downs. That, that's that would true. Cat was time. also one. Consensus yeah, number sure, one. Kat. So yeah, that would be the last time. Um, but like, you know, like, it, it, dude, yeah. I mean, if if you get the number one, I mean that that that's a lot of. Um, you can do so much. It's with a big that. weight like you off my keep shoulder. because even if it, we don't.
2: Yeah, if we don't get our free agents, even that you got that on your in your pocket, you feel better right. about the rest of the offseason with the number one pick, even if you don't get KD and, and Kyrie. Right. You know what I mean? and that's you thing, can just go
1: forward point, with your you, youth. You, you, exactly. At that point, like you've got the flex, you've got the penultimate flexibility. Like you, if you right. don't get your your top free agents then you just – you trade for bad contracts and more draft picks, and, like, you rebuild the right way. And, like, God, right, I right, hope right. they do that if they don't get the guys. Like, because that, that's what you need to do. If that's you're the, the right team. way. But don't right, – yeah, right. don't go out and find Kimba Walker and Tobias Harris. Like, they're like, right, the right. You contract. don't need do that. Like, no, no you, don't. you really no, don't. No, like, no not at to, all. You no. need to be building a championship in New York, and the way to do it is – either signing the cream of the crop free agents or like making smart draft selections and taking on bad expiring contracts so that, you know, you can um, get more draft assets and like move forward with even more tradable assets in the future. Like that's totally the move right now. Um, So yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see how that plays out, but I, I I do agree with you. Um, Like, it, it, that's, that's gotta be the way you go. Um, real quick, before you move on, I just want to take a quick second um, to talk about this. There, there's been a little um, back and forth. We, we, I think we either, I don't know if we talked about it on a show earlier this year, but we definitely talked about it um, um, via uh, messaging, um, but it, it kind of raises head again via all-star break. Uh, that Dolan is, is, you know, contemplating selling the team. Um, it, I honestly wonder if, like, it, 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 do you think the odds change of getting a max max guy if Dolan sells the team? And, and do you think, like, that, that this is really a possibility? Do you think you would really sell the team? Um, I mean, the, I, there's plenty of, like, billionaires out there who could come in and, and just be like, fuck it, dude, I, I would love to own the next the NBA is like one of the most profitable leagues um, like it, it, like the, the money that comes in from it like, fuck it, I will like $4 billion is nothing to me, I'll just fucking throw it out there like what have you um, I think, I think I the biggest high. thing is well, here's the thing, hey, well, that's, that's what he wants, um, but here's the biggest thing he doesn't want to sell Madison Square Garden. So he wants to sell the team and keep Madison Square Garden. Um, right. That, to me, if I'm buying it, like, I want the whole fucking thing. Like, I don't, I don't really let you keep Madison Square Garden. So it's like, I'll give you, you know, $1.5 or $2 billion for the Knicks, but I would be willing to give you, like, the whole $5 billion if you give me the Knicks, and Madison Square Garden because, I mean, that is just way, like, you're getting so much more revenue just by owning that facility, um, whether it be concerts or whatever. Um, But, like, I mean, just what are your general thoughts on, um, like, uh, do you think it's a possibility, do you think it's a legit possibility that that Dolan um, would actually sell the team and or the uh, Madison Square Garden Joe?
2: Um, I think it is possible. I think he would listen. I, I think a lot of it, his, his trepidation would be, cause I think it's, I don't think it's, it's a family legacy. So I, it's his family that wouldn't want to give it up. And if it's just the Knicks, he'd probably be more willing, uh, than than right. everything, <laughs> you know, cause it's everything. Yeah. Now we're talking about not just the Knicks, the garden, maybe the Rangers. And that's like, Fifty million dollars worth of shit. That's a lot. Uh, fifty billion. Sorry, that's a lot. That's yeah, a lot yeah. of money. You're gonna have. To, you're gonna have. To, that's a pretty penny. Uh, it might take more than one human being to pay for that. <laughs> um,
1: or Jeff Bezos.
2: Well, yeah, well, one of those. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, whoever's willing. I mean, there are people out there that would, in a heartbeat, buy the fucking Knicks if they became available. If look, if if right. James Dolan sat down and said, "Look, make me the best offer." People will come knocking. I have no doubt about it. People will come and pay and buy and get buy the nick off of him. It's just i don't know if he's willing at the moment. Is he listening to offers, I, I have no doubt he probably would uh I don't know if he's he's selling at the moment but i I think in the long run he may just give in and just say "Fuck it but I, at the
1: moment i don't i wouldn't I wouldn't expect it anytime soon yeah. yeah i mean i I honestly would not either um but at the same time, like you know, I mean, it's certainly a possibility. Um, hey, Zuckerberg, that motherfucker's worth seventy one billion dollars. Like, what's to stop him from coming in and saying, "Fuck it, dude, Not, I'll drop fucking five billion, six billion, uh, and get the Knicks." Like, I mean, that's and for a guy like Zuckerberg, like that's like. I, I feel like you would look at that at, at the age of like he's thirty three years old. He's like the youngest richest person. Like everybody else who's in like the top 10, ten richest what I people in the world with my life? are like seventy years <laughs> old except for Bezos. He's fifty four. Um but like right, seriously right, right. though, like I mean I think I think that would be um that I mean that would be something that that'd be a possibility anyway. Um but uh, but now, um, John, uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, do you think it's a possibility um, that he would actually sell the team?
3: Hell no! Uh, he'd be an idiot. Too. <laughs> um, if the if the Knicks were
2: James the, Dolan.
3: if the Knicks were the same Knicks that they were, uh, as an organization standpoint and where they stand in, in having options, if they were the same team that they were five, ten years ago, then, yeah, sell it. Like, no one wants to come here. But now you're in a position to where you have a great coach, you have great guys in management, you have great young players, you have your draft picks, you could have the number one pick, you have superstars, uh, you know, whispering in hallways talking about possibly coming there. You already make billions off the Knicks, and they're horrible. Picture what you'll make when they're actually in the playoffs hell no, I don't think he'd be stupid enough to sell him right now. Um, unless someone comes to him with an astronomical amount of money. I do not see right. him being dumb enough to sell the Knicks at this point. So as a Knicks fan, we, we, we've we kind of backed ourselves in the corner because we're like, man, you know, we've been waiting to be good for so long. We're finally getting to that point, but now we're becoming possibly so in a good position that now he's like, why would I sell it? Like, I'm about to make more money off of you guys. Because if I can get at least even one of those big guys here, that will easily triple anything that I'm making off the Knicks right now when they're not good. So, no, as a business standpoint, he'd be a complete idiot to do
2: so. I don't even know what this team would look like if they were good, like money-wise. It's crazy how much they already
1: cost. And they ask. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know what? You know, actually, who I think – like might be an interesting choice um, is uh, Bloomberg. Um, like I mean, ah. Bloomberg's got the fucking money. Um, I mean, he's got, he's got like fifty billion dollars, dude. Like I mean, he could easily. I'll take all uh, of that. And wait. <laughs> with, and I don't think so. I mean, come on, dude. It's probably gonna take fifty billion dollars. Like I mean, a lot of it, money. Probably take. It, it would take tops ten billion tops and that's, that's even ridiculous. The highest-selling team ever was the Clippers. That was $2 billion. Well, I'm just saying, 2. if 2 it's billion. just
2: the Knicks, it's, that's different. But if we're talking about the whole package,
1: you know,
2: it's not just the Knicks. Right.
1: Yeah, I get that. It's no, going to cost the like, The whole package is $10 billion tops, But You're not going to pay more than $6 billion for Madison Square Garden.
2: I don't know. know. $6 billion?
1: We'll I don't know.
2: Man.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not know. I don't know, man. I don't know,
2: because you, you got to think of it owners. like
3: this. If you're paying, because you got to think of it like this. If you're paying the whole package, like remember, um, concerts. Like t- don't don't think of a concert like like a small one. Think of like sure. when Jay Z decided to come to do a concert at Madison Square Garden
1: before night. That motherfucker's gonna play Barclays. Shut sure. up.
3: No, I, I know. I'm just using an example of some <laughs> like a musician. <laughs> we we'll use a better caliber. example. Well, he doesn't only do the Barclays. He'll do Madison Square Garden, too. He's done it numerous he's times. He's an owner of the Nets. He's definitely going to do
1: Barclays.
3: And he's not still the owner of the Nets. He had to give it up.
2: Ooh, who was that? about? Hold on.
3: Jay-Z. I'm a He had to give it up. It. Because he, no,
2: he was at one point, not anymore. Now it's like some Asian dude is going to buy it.
3: Yeah, he's has got any He can't be. It's conflict. He can't be the, uh, the owner. No, yeah,
2: because he's, he ha- right, he's an agent now or whatever. Right.
3: He, he owns Rock Nation. Uh, Rock, oh, oh, oh that's right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about That's that.
1: right, okay. yeah. That's yeah. example. I can't correct it. My bad. No, you're good, man. You're good. But, yeah, the, the point I'm making
3: is if you're talking the whole package, um, what they make off of wrestling events, what they make off of concerts, like those guys of that caliber – It's just way too much money, and six billion. (laughs) Even though to us, we would sell part of our souls for six billion. I think if you're Dolan, you kind of go. My
1: God.
3: (laughs) If you're Dolan, you kind of go. I'm gonna see if I can maybe try, like ten billion. Like as high as I possibly go, because the garden is working. Yeah,
1: ten. But like he would, he would highball. I'll
3: say this: he'll he'll highball it. Definitely. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um that's the Knicks. But, uh, <laughs> he's not going to give it away.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, uh. Right. No, 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 for sure. But there's there's enough people out there with enough money who who could do it if they wanted to. That's the thing. It would be, it's it'd be nice. down to. do they it'd want nice. to do it. Um but uh I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. I I think I think he is destined to sell the Knicks. It's just a question of when and I do I do think uh yeah, the, yeah you know i think joel's right too like i i i think the timing of it being like a, of right now is is a little suspect um with like all of the family dynamic there um i i, I think it might be um you know in, in like 5 or so years um uh, when maybe those familial ties aren't as strong um you know with with with, with you know essentially uh, you know, his father, you know, and all that, you know. Right, I, right. I think that's a big one I right think there. That, right. <laughs> you know, I think that would make team, you
0: know? <laughs> Right.
1: I think it would make more sense, you know, for him not to do it at, at this time. Um, But, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. Um, But I tell you what, like, if I'm buying the Knicks, I'm definitely not buying just the Knicks. Like, I want to buy the Knicks, and I want Madison Square Garden. I don't, I don't, like I don't want to own a team that I don't own the venue for. You know what I mean? Like
2: um, you probably end up buying the Rangers too.
1: <laughs> maybe like it's like hey, like I'll I'll sell you both, but you got to take the Rangers too at like like it's like a deal man. ten times <laughs> ten times what they're worth, you know, or some shit like that. You know, yeah. I don't even know um, how much they're worth, and, but yeah, I have no idea. It can't be worth that much. To their hockey team, um, but they're probably worth more than most hockey teams, but like yeah nevertheless,
2: yeah they're an uh, original
1: team, so I have to imagine, yeah, yeah, very much, but I mean i i I mean I wouldn't expect any hockey team to be worth that much, um but yeah. nevertheless uh, let's let's move on, let's get into our our kind of main topic tonight, uh del Demps he was fired last Friday, um a day after eighty reportedly suffered a shoulder injury and left the game early, um he could maybe he had a shoulder injury, I don't know. Um mm-hmm. he, he did look to he did look to get like a little banged up in the game. Um but this whole this whole thing's been a such a clusterfuck, um or a dumpster fire. <laughs> uh in in the words um their coach. Uh but man, I, I can't blame them for firing Bill Dumps because I just don't think he's a good GM. Um, And I think Danny Ferry is (laughs) is kind of the right guy to put in there as your interim. Like he's the kind of guy you put in there as your interim and you feel comfortable if you don't find somebody who you think would be better than him, just like keeping him and letting him make the decisions. Um, So I think that's fair. Uh, But like, I just feel like, I feel like Demps was, and this is pure speculation, but I feel like he was probably, like, somewhat backed into a corner. Like, I feel like they were, like, the ownership, Gail Benson, was probably, like, why are we trading Anthony Davis? Like, no, don't trade him. It doesn't make sense. Um, and then, like, you know, so they don't trade him. And then they fire Dell for not, like, trading for, like, for the, the, you know, fiasco that happens thereafter. And it's like, dude, I don't I would have taken that fucking Lakers deal. I don't know if Dempse would have, um, but there were reportedly plenty of people in in the um, uh, you know front office uh, that that you know, they were reportedly split on the decision as far as the Lakers deal. Um, so like maybe Dems was like, "Fuck, dude, I, I actually kind of think that's a good deal." Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was like, "Fuck the like, Lakers, I'm not fucking trading him." Um, like who knows. Um, but, like, regardless, it did seem like the general consensus among most pundits or people or whatever was just keep him and wait for the off season so like if you're gonna do that, I don't understand like the only reason that I can picture why you're firing Vince now is because you don't trust him to make the best trade in the off season, and if that's the case, fine it just it just comes at a weird timing um and like even like, the statement that was released, I feel like, was kind of strange, Um, you know, from from what the Woads bomb about,
0: you know, them being
1: furious that Anthony Davis left, and so they fired dimps and yada, yada, yada. For some, you know, um, I thought his Lakers trolling was was level 100, Um, and, you know, I mean, I – I think he should have ultimately made the deal with the Lakers, but who knows if he was even going to be allowed to make that deal? Um, and you know, uh, it, it, I don't know. I, I just think it's weird. I, again, it's hard for me to knock it really because I just don't think Dumps is that good of a GM. But the timing is weird, and the the the, the like the fact that it came right after, um, you know the, the 80 left the game, and and you know the, the, the ownership was so pissed off that he left the game, and yada yada yada. It's 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 a weird scenario, and I, and I guess that's that's my take on it. Um, but Jawan, what are your thoughts?
3: Um, I your look name? at it like there you go. No, I, I'm here. Um, I look at I was on, camera, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I look at it <laughs> to where um.
1: I'm like, on he, that, uh, I'm like, you, you ain't, ain't talking, motherfucker. Start talking.
3: <laughs> 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 and um, he was obviously fired because um, again, uh, it's being run by the own the guy who originally owned it passed away. His wife now runs it. Um, she does not have any idea on how to run basketball, uh, basketball operations. So she was looking for the people who work for her to know what to do. Um, and apparently, she was being told the way dimps was, was handling things wasn't really the smartest way to handle them. Um, I mean, the fact that Magic was constantly having phone conversations with them, didn't he just stop answering the phone with Magic Jump? All you had to tell Magic was, look, I don't think we want to do this deal right now. Like, call me back in the off offseason, uh, let me kind of survey everything, and then we can get something worked out. He will regret not making that trade, purely because at least, you could have given them a huge middle finger on your way out by trading their best player for a bunch of guys who together still won't make up Anthony Davis. Um, I I don't know if he gets selected somewhere else. Um, I I don't know if any other owner kind of sees what happened here and goes, that's the guy I want. Um, But, yeah, it it was obviously a huge issue with AD leaving the game. Like, not leaving, you know to the back just to get it checked out and then coming back and, and sitting on a bench or sitting in the back and watching it from there. Like, AD was like, nah, man, I don't even want to be here with you guys. Um, so that is usually a pretty bad problem. What's going on with AD in this whole situation, the only thing I've ever seen worse was how the Knicks uh, handled um, the beef between D'Antoni and Stefan Marbury. Like, that was the worst thing I think I've ever seen. Um, they were paying Marbury millions of dollars. Tony wasn't playing him at all. Uh, I think he even got to a point when D'Antoni told him, don't even show up. Uh, so Marbury was sitting in the crowd. Like, it was, just, it was a really bad situation. Uh, AD being booed uh, at home is also a really bad situation. So the, the way he was, the way he allowed these things to happen, stuff to get out, um, was just really mismanaged, so I completely understand why he was fired. I'm not even shocked that the the time frame uh, between when the event happened to when he got fired. Uh, I think what I'm most shocked about is that um, he really didn't think that trade uh, that trade option through, um, because if he did, he would have just made
1: it yeah and and here's the thing I disagree with you on a lot of levels i i don't i think a lot of what you're pinning on him was like totally out of his control i mean i but this is one thing I will agree with you with um i yeah, i I would have made that trade if for no other reason you don't have to go through this drama um and, and from like what we detailed as, as kind of the final offer from the Lakers, they seemed desperate enough to give away a shit ton. Like you were going to get three um, young prospects. No, 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 wait, hold on. You were going to get five young prospects at the, at the end of it. They were going to include Hart and, and, and Zubats, uh, according to multiple reports. Um, so you were going to get all five of those guys. Um, you, you were going to get two future draft picks, Um, and who knows exactly what those would have been, but if you had gotten this year's draft pick and, say, as far out as possible, unprotected, um, like, that would have been something that would have been, like, super promising in the future, um, given LeBron's age and all that, um, and their, you know, lack of cap flexibility to to bring in another Max guy. I, I would have taken that deal. I would have really sort of pin down and try to negotiate so here's my thing is if you know they basically if it all depends on what the details are behind the scenes because like maybe like ownership just was like no like we don't want to trade him like we're we're not going to do it and so maybe that's why he decided to just fuck with the Lakers and troll them or maybe he just decided to try and get the offer up as best as he could um to have a starting point for next for the off season um but if if you know they kind of like were deferring to him to make the decision and that offer was on the table then yeah you you take that offer because it's just it, it, I just don't feel like I know you want a primo player, and, like, I know you want Jason Tatum, but you don't know if that's going to be available uh, in the off season. Like, the Celtics can tell you all they want. You don't know if that's going to be available. Um, and that is the biggest reason I would have taken that offer. Um, but, hey, nevertheless, uh, he didn't. He was fired. Um, so I, I feel vindicated in saying that uh, he got fired a lot earlier than I thought he would have. Um, but, you know, I did say uh, this decision might come back to bite him in the ass because if he doesn't get as good of a deal in the off season, he might lose his job. And he already lost his job. So, um, you know, uh, talking out. Maybe should have taken the trade. Uh, but, Joel, what do you think of um, Dems being fired? I was a little shocked
2: uh, because, like, I thought the whole reason he didn't make the trade was to save his job. <laughs> like, like, why would you trade? Right. Make this trade. Everyone's telling you know, don't do it because, you know, you might get fired, you know, and you'll never have work again. And you're like, oh, well, I'm going well, fuck that. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. He was just <laughs> insightful as fuck throughout most of that process. But at the same time, like, he was also probably trying to save his own ass. Like, I can't trade this motherfucker. I can't do it right now. Like, right. I need the best possible offer. And if right now there's just one team that can really give me anything worth Having extra wait to the summer. That was a smart move. I mean, it is. At the maybe, end of the day, maybe. It, 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 I don't think but it the was Lakers like can only I, give you the same shit in the summer. I mean, it, the smart no, move no, no, is no, to no. wait and but they, see. No, no, other no, no. no. Can
1: come but in. they can't. They can't. That's the thing. And but people the keep Lakers saying fans? this. The, the Lakers, no. Zubats is no longer there, and he was going to be a free agent anyway. So you take him off the table. Granted, that's not like a primo player, but like Zubats is still a no, valuable right. asset. <laughs> um, if you trade him in the off season, they can't take Hill's contract off your books because they don't have the flexibility at that point then to do it because they they have all this cap space, but they don't have. Uh, the ability to match salaries in order to do it. Um, So, like, you you can't get rid of Hill in that (laughs) deal anymore. So, like, no, it's it's not, it may not be the the same trade. It's not going to be the same trade. Um, And, like, you know, if you don't get Tatum, maybe the, the trade that you do get isn't even, like, minus even those two things isn't as good. So, like, I don't know. I'm just, like, in my opinion, like I would have just taken it as as much as I would have hated it because of all the tampering and what have you. It's just like dude right. like it, if nothing else we we get all these young guys, maybe one of them turns out to be really fucking good, and like we have all these various assets that we didn't have before. that's how you want to rebuild <laughs> that you want assets yeah, and you have a bevy of assets. And, like, if you were able to drive up the offer to all five of their young assets, plus two future draft picks, plus they're taking Hill off your books, right? I I don't understand how you say no to that. It gives you everything you want,
2: right? No, I don't disagree with
1: that. I mean, I I would have probably
2: taken it too because it was just so many good options. I mean, if if you're the Pelicans, you want Tatum, but. You would for just like is it just Tatum? Like what are you getting back, Tatum and who and who and who? You're fucking with. Here's the thing: at the end of the day, you're gonna be messing with Danny Ainge. He's probably sweet talking yeah. you right now, but that doesn't mean he's gonna be he's gonna be a bitch when it comes down to endurance <laughs> during the goddamn right he is. Um, it's not gonna be easy. He's gonna try to pull your you know. That's probably why they fired him. They're like I can't trust Bill. To make a good deal with me in Boston, even yeah, though I, I would don't trust Danny Ferry disagree. way more. Right, I, I do too. Um, but I think that's what it came down to. Um, like I understand why he was fired, even though I, 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 I again, I'm confu- I was confused hearing all the shit I heard that he was possibly going to lose his job because of the trade. Then he ends up losing his job anyway. So that was kind of so I don't know what's what, to what. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of that. Um, right. But at the end of the day, we, like you were saying, like we don't know what what the best option would have been. You probably had your best chance. The Laker trade wasn't a bad trade. It probably wasn't the best prospect. You probably couldn't. You probably could wait till the summer and make the trade to Boston and get Tatum, or wait and make make a trade with New York if they get the number one pick, or whoever gets the number one pick and you make that trade. But uh, I think it worked for both parties to to send him where he wanted to go, even though you didn't like it. And, I, look, it was totally fucked up, and there was definitely some type of tampering going on. Uh, no doubt about that. Um, but you should have just – you know, look, you would have gotten a whole new starting five, all young guys with picks. You can't really go wrong, and you would have got cap relief. So, I mean, you would have definitely been in, in, a, in a good spot.
1: Yeah, and everybody who says, oh, well, like, we know how this team plays out. We saw it last year. Um, like first of all, they didn't have Drew Holiday. No uh he's right. a fucking great player. Um and secondly, right. like all of these players like are 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 like a year older than they were, and we don't really know how much they've advanced because they've had to play under LeBron's shadow the whole time. Like
2: Ooh, we right. all
1: know how LeBron runs an offense and it's through him and like so there's no team orientation. It's 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 very much like everything runs through LeBron, and if you don't fit that picture, it doesn't work, you know. Uh, and and there's very few guys in that in that mix, excluding Kuzma, who who like really work alongside LeBron. Um, I think Lonzo can, um, but like Lonzo really needs to be able to shoot better, um, and and he just has not proven that yet. Um, and I and I think that. Um, uh Ingram is just I, – I just don't think he's a good fit le- with LeBron. I don't think he ever will be um, because he, he like, operates best as the same style of player as LeBron. Like, hes he's got that playmaking ability. You take that away from him and you're taking away some of his best tributes. Um, like, it, 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 he just doesn't fit. So, like, I, I, I think a lot of those players could have, you know, potentially made steps forward and, you know, if you don't get them, they're all under contract next season, short of Zubats. So, like, you, you could flip any one of them for future assets or or anything that you would want. Um, the, a, a player that you think would fit your team better, um, what have you. Like, you know, let's say that, uh, you know, Phoenix is very interested in, um, in Lonzo and let's say they end up picking number six overall and they they just, you know, they miss out on John Morant and they're like, fuck, do we want to take Darius Garland at six? We'd rather have an unproven Darius Garland or we'd rather have Lonzo Ball. Like uh, maybe I'd rather have Lonzo Ball. He's proved himself defensively. He can pass the ball really well. We already got Devin Booker who can shoot really well. We've got another group of guys. We've got Mikael Bridges. We've got TJ Warren. Both those guys can shoot really well. You know, we take Lonzo Ball – and, and we pair him with the rest of these guys and eight and, like, you know, holding down the, the, the center position, like, I'd probably rather have that as a number six overall pick. So, like, th- there's a lot of variables here, but, like, I would have taken that deal. I just think – I think you would actually have more flexibility with that deal than what you will have. With Anthony Davis, because you could have so many other teams that would be more interested in all of these other various players than you will teams interested in Anthony Davis. You're only going to have a handful of teams. You're only going to have like the teams who will want him, who he, with him only being signed for one year, they're going to be contenders, and there's only a handful of those. Like maybe the contenders grow um, if Katie decides to leave the Warriors. And so you get some more offers, but again, that's a, what is like, give me, give me all the, the, the players and the assets and the draft picks and all that. Um, and the cap relief, like, I don't know. I just, I think I would just rather have that, um, in, in my personal opinion. Uh, but anyway, let's move on. Uh, another interesting thing from Davis, uh, this, you know, um, during the all-star break, um, he said he has no preference as far as his destination. He even said um, something to the effect of "all twenty nine other teams in play." Uh, <laughs> I thought this was really funny because, to me, it it almost came off like when when I was a kid, I would like like I, I might lie about something, and, and then you know. Uh, Essentially, you know, like my parents would be like blah, 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 like trying to like confront me about it. And so I'd like lie about – like further lie about it and get myself into more trouble um, because I didn't just fucking tell the truth. Um, And I feel like this is that kind of situation. Like I feel like, dude, like this makes him look even worse to me. It's like, dude, so you'd rather – you'd literally rather go play for – any other of the 29 teams than your current franchise, like you were better off just being like, I just want to play for a contender. Um, you know, I think there's a handful of contenders out there. Um, you know, I, I I think that, you know, the Lakers, uh, you know, uh, Boston, Milwaukee, Toronto, like all those teams, they're contenders. You know, I, I think New York could be a contender because of, the The position that they put themselves in, like but to say like I would rather go play for any of the twenty nine other teams than the team I'm on right now um that only furthers to serve like how 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 much like yeah how kind of bad you look and I don't and the thing is, I don't think that's true, I don't think he really believes that, I don't think he really thinks that um I think he was it, it's like a guy who's trying to say the right thing, and he you know inadvertently says the wrong thing because he's just not fucking telling the truth just tell the fucking truth man like it will set you free um that's my take on this i i think it was a stupid thing to say uh and i don't think it's a- at all true um but if it is i mean it, it's a really bad look for ad uh Joelle, what are your thoughts well,
2: that whole situation's a fucking mess now. If anything, <laughs> that yeah. Lincoln is a lot better every day it goes by. <laughs> You're like, fuck, wow, this is terrible. What happened? Um, and look, at, he's like, you know what, I want to play here. I mean, he's just talking out of his ass at this point. He doesn't know what he wants. If anything, it made me feel better that he said he'll play for any of the 2019s other than the Pelicans because now them him playing for Boston is going sound as weird as before when we heard he, was. he didn't want to play for Boston. From the, you know, now the loose, the whole idea of going and playing Boston. But um, that's it. I mean, other than that, it is. He's just he like you said earlier. He just not He's just talking to talk. He, he's kind of stuck in a right. situation he's, he's uncomfortable with, and so he just needs to say something. And he just wants to play, but he doesn't want to play where he's at. So he's going to mope around and right before the game is over. That kind of bullshit should not fly. And that's one of the reasons, probably, uh, things aren't looking as good over there in the ruins because he doesn't want to be there. You knew that, and yet you kept him there anyway, and it just made things now mad toxic. And it's just
1: this hot mess. It's a giant mess. Yeah, and like I, I think at this point, like he should just stop talking about it. You know, like I, I, I know what he's trying to do. It's just not working. Um. All right. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think nothing that he has said since he requested the trade has been good for him. Um, and so, like, right. you know, especially at this point when, like, you know, the trade deadline has passed, at that point I would have been like, well, I'm still on the Pelicans, so I'm committed to playing for this team. And I would have just left it at that. Like, don't say you're – you're open to every other fucking team in the league, like basically being like further pissing off fans. Like, oh, so like you'd rather be anywhere but here? All right, well, fuck you. Right, right. <laughs> I just, exactly. I don't get it. I don't like, I don't get why you would make that kind of statement, um, like that because again, that was my like first thought when I when I heard it. I was just like, damn. <laughs> like, well, fuck New Orleans then, like. Jesus, like, like, I, I, I don't get it. But, um, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Um, obviously, no we'll, one does. We'll get a. No, I don't see anyone does. Obviously, New Orleans doesn't because, like, they're like, firing GMs and trying to. I'm here like, sitting here like, oh, when do they move to Seattle? Right, yeah, 2023. Uh, that's that's uh, probably when it happened. Um, wow, yeah, good. yeah. It, hey, if Memphis doesn't beat them to the punch, like uh, we'll we'll figure that out. So what's but, the over uh,
2: under? Which team moves first? Memphis, New Orleans, or
1: uh, what's well, oh, the third team There's another team. Uh, Phoenix. Uh, I don't think Phoenix is oh, going to move Phoenix. there. I think if yeah, I think if anything, Phoenix will move to Vegas if if they don't get their way in Phoenix, because um, like you can just keep your same name, Las Vegas Suns. You're not moving very far. Like that, that makes the most sense to me. Um, as far as who moves to Seattle between Memphis and and New Orleans, um, Memphis can do it mm-hmm. sooner, but their 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 owner has to sell, um, and he's really young, and and I don't I don't think. I, I, I just don't he think he, he wants to sell the team, yeah. Um, but, like, if, if somebody came in and was like, I'm going to give you a shit ton of money and then move the team to Seattle because I'm going to give you a shit ton more money than what the team would be worth in Memphis because I'm going to move them to Seattle. That's a possibility. Right. Um, and I think that the northwest. <laughs> 2021. Um, and so that would, that would beat the 2023 mark where – um, New Orleans, or might might even be twenty twenty four. I think um, where they could opt out um, if the Memphis sale and and move doesn't happen, their um, timeline to opt out of their agreement with um, their arena is after New Orleans. So, like, that's what it boils down to. Me is is does Memphis sell and like so, like so somebody can move the team uh, in 2021. If that doesn't happen, then I will be putting all my chips in um, to uh, New Orleans doing it in 24, I believe it is. Um, And then, you know, a lot of people are projecting that in 2025 is when we could see expansion. Um, So that would be add like, yeah. So that would add like a little extra thing to it is like, if if they sold the team in 2024 and then they moved to Seattle and then we got expansion, would we see another team pop up in New Orleans or like would would they just be like, ah, I don't feel like that's probably the best thing? Um, like maybe I don't like, hate it. Though. Here's the thing. I just yeah, but here's here's the know. thing though. Like it, it, especially like if you're if you're trying to like if you're trying to get in get in on the market, right? Would you rather like, buy New Orleans and move your team to Seattle? Or, like, would you rather, um, like, buy in to, like, so you buy cheap and then move the team? Or would you rather, like, buy in to, like, a market um, so, you, so you know you're buying Seattle? Uh, and then it's going to cost you more because, like, you know, you're buying in. You gotta, you gotta impress all the, you know, current thirty owners and all of this shit. You know, I, I would rather buy the the small market team and move them to Seattle. I just think it would be cheaper. Um, yeah, I think it'd so Like, right. but like that, that still like, um, like if they do that and it ends up happening right before expansion, uh, shit. Like, damn. Like we just lost a, a, a another city, lost a team when they didn't really need to, um, right. you know. So That's true. It, it, it's crazy. I did, all, the, all the research I've done on this shit. I, I and I still don't know what's gonna fucking happen because um, nobody does. But uh, but yeah, like the, the whole like um, potential teams that can move and everything because those are the three teams that can move. Right now, it, it's 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 Phoenix, Memphis, and New Orleans, um, and and like I said, like Memphis is just it's a very weird situation. Like um, unless the team is sold, um, they're there till like twenty twenty nine or some shit like that. Um, so uh, you know, but yeah, again, if you're the Memphis owner and you can sell them for a shit ton of money, and they can move to Seattle and. You just be like fuck I I'll just buy in when expansion comes. You know, like maybe you do that, you know. Um I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of fucking um a lot of cards to play. So I don't know, we'll see how it goes. Uh let's let's talk about um this African league. Um, because I, I got a uh, lot of interest in this. I think I think it's me pretty Yeah, I think it's pretty fucking cool, man. Um so the NBA is launching a professional basketball league in Africa um, it'll feature 12 teams um, from several, several African countries, including Angola, Egypt, Kenya, Morocco, Nigeria, Rwanda, Senegal, South Africa, and Tunisia. Um, none of the teams, or I'm sorry, none of the countries are going to have more than two teams. Um, so m- my guess would be what is that angle? Let's say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine countries. So you'll have like three of these countries that have two teams. Um, Egypt, I'm sure will get uh, Cairo and Alexandria, um, both like two really really big fucking cities. Um, and then you'll have a couple other that get um, they get you know two teams in in various cities. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean. I think this is fucking brilliant. We've had a lot of talent come out of Africa um, as of late. Uh, of course, Mbamute has uh, been sort of a champion of it, um, discovering a lot of various talent um, like with his efforts. And, like, dude, it, it, if and when he retires, he should be made the fucking um, GM of this league. I, I totally think Mbamute just should Hey, get that he's near retirement. Just can't stay healthy for sure. Right, he's been <laughs> hurt for fucking two years straight now. Well, more than that, really. He like he played well when he played last year for the Rockets, but again, he fucking yeah. played a game this year hardly, um, if at all. Barely. Uh, yeah. But like, right. But yeah, like I mean, I I think I think that would be a a nice um, like nod uh Transition? for him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, and just a nice nod for the NBA, man. He like fucking started this whole like his camp in Africa and like two or three players I think Siakam came out of that Embiid um I, I think there's a couple others um like, they're, they're, there's a lot of like talent that he has um like basically introduced into the NBA um I just I just think that that's the dude who should be the GM of the league um but uh but yeah I I really like it namely because uh you know you got, like out of all of the various places that um, the NBA could try to expand their blueprint, um, you know, they've, they've played games in Europe. They've, like, they've, they've played games in Mexico city and there's been talks about, you know, having a NBA team in Mexico city, which I think is fucking stupidest idea ever. Um, I Like if for no other reason, like if, if you don't want to do one through 16 in the playoffs because of um because of travel, then how can you introduce a team in Mexico City which is a very, very southern city in Mexico like it's not close to the United States at all and expect them to have to fly all over the United States throughout their season, like that's not fucking fair um, but nevertheless, that's a different subject for a different time um, but, so they, I mean you know, and I'm sure they've looked at Asia and all this other stuff um, but all of these places have like pretty viable leagues. I mean, you have the Euro leagues, you have various, um, leagues in Europe. Um, there's, you know, a, a very formidable, uh, Australian league. Um, there's some, you know, the, the Chinese basketball association. Um, there's, uh, some other leagues out in Asia. Um, but like Africa doesn't really have anything, um, that, that, you, you know, is, is a, um, Yeah, it's big, and and, and it has, like, a a way for, like, people to see talent and for, you know, talented players to, like, make a name for themselves. These players um, rely on various other ways to to get elsewhere. Um, So for them to, like, open up this avenue for these players um, to be seen um, uh, and and to, like, put revenue into – these communities, uh, obviously, Africa is is by far the poorest continent on the face of the earth. Um, so, like, hopefully, like putting that revenue there like helps them out greatly. I, I like it. I like it for so many reasons. Um, but you know, I, I think uh, I think it could be something really big for the NBA. Um, and I think that you know it could add you know s- some extra intrigue to the off season. It, it, you know, that's when I would be trying to like have these games played, most of these games played. Um, you know, uh, I Mike. I think um I think it just makes a, a whole lot of sense to me. Um and uh and, and and it's not really something that I had ever um like I had thought of having like a an African league um but it's not something that I ever thought would actually happen. Um, for, the like, at right. the NBA to, like, sponsor um, a league in Africa. Like, it would be so far down the totem pole of things that I actually thought would happen. Um, so the fact that it actually is, I think it's super cool. Um, again, I, the travel. Um, and, and part of the thing with, you know, how I always looked at it was, God, man, the travel's going to be so hard. Like, if you've got a team in Egypt playing a team in South Africa, that's a fucking long ass travel like that is really far away um so like that's gonna be kind of kind of one of those things is like um can can you make that work um and I guess like with plane tickets being what they are now like you fly them coach you're not paying them all that much um you know you, I guess they'll make it work um but uh but yeah, I mean overall, I really love the idea I think it's gonna be super cool what are your thoughts?
2: No, I told I, when they announced it, I was all excited and shit. And I, I just love expansion. Like I love the idea of an, a Euro, an NBA run Euro League. I remember a couple years ago that they thought about expanding and having a division in Europe. I'm like, that'd be so fucking weird. Not because I wouldn't like to see it; it just travels a bitch in this country. Can't imagine doing it overseas all the time. So the idea that all right, we're gonna probably have a, an offshoot uh, African league. I love the idea that the NBA is going to have a, their own league in Africa with different major cities in Africa. People, people that probably we don't know much about. I, I don't know a lot about Africa. This is a good chance for people to learn about Africa and the cities involved. It's just, I just think it's good for the continent. It's good for, for the NBA and its and its expansion. I, I think it's also going to be um, with FIBA, so they're going to have, they're they're probably gonna have people rules in there too with them probably being involved in that the whatever goes on in after African leagues. But I, I just it just really excites me at the possibilities, not just Africa, if they can expand into Europe and Asia where I think that's their biggest market aside from Africa itself. Europe and Asia which have their own leagues, but if NBA can do their own league, like mini league, just like what they're doing in Africa in Europe and in Asia that would be fucking huge. And then like it there'd be, yeah. be offshoots of the NBA, but it'd be it'd be so huge to do something like that. To do kind of like what they're doing in wrestling right now. I know you don't watch wrestling, but they kind of expanded to Europe recently in England. They have a development uh, league there, kind of a thing there. And I know they have plans to expand throughout the country. And just the idea of doing something like that where you could probably you could have exhibition matches like they do with the Euroleague teams sometimes during the preseason. Like you were saying, you could do that with the African League and expose them here to in our country and find like they'll probably play it on NBA TV too. So you'll probably see some of the African games on NBA TV. That I just can't wait to see how this works out. <laughs> like it's gonna be pretty cool what the yeah. games are gonna be, what the cities are actually involved. There's 12 teams, so I, I it's it's gonna be fun, and I just the future looks bright. Uh, it starts in Africa. And hopefully, it does expand to Europe and Asia. But right now, let's just focus on Africa. I like what I've heard, and I can't wait to see it. Uh, I think what's
1: in like uh, two years, maybe. I forget exactly when it's supposed to start, but I'm excited for that. Yeah, I think two years from. Now. Yeah, I mean, me too. And and I think you're right. I mean, I think you start in Africa where there isn't a market, um, and then maybe yeah, you could expand. Maybe you could have like a like an African league, but then maybe you could have like a Mediterranean league that includes some of those Northern African countries so you can like make travel easier um, and then have some European countries involved Then have an Asian league, have a South American league. Um, like, I mean, there, there's a lot of possibilities and especially with the, yeah. like, the, 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 um, you know, essentially the way that um, the NBA is moving towards having um, the G league be like a farm league system um right, maybe right, right. that could further that um and each team could like be represented by an nba team um or like you could have multiple teams if you have various leagues throughout um you know different places like let's say you you have you know 30 uh l- l- let's just say you have 32 teams in the league and you have 32 teams in europe and africa combined and then you have 32 teams in south america and asia combined um and you know maybe you throw some from australia in there or something like that um maybe those serve as your triple a teams um or or your double a teams or whatever you want to call it and then your your regular g league teams you know serve as like the next year and then nba as like Mm -hmm. the next year Um, and, and, and maybe that expands the draft, um, like maybe four rounds in the draft. Um, so like Mm -hmm. you could send them to your various farm organizations. Um, it's crazy. The, the potential is crazy. Um, and it'll be interesting to see where it goes from there. Uh, but, but, uh, let's move on. We got 20 minutes. Yeah, me too, man. I I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, to see where all of this goes. Um, but uh, let's move on. Let's get into our playoff projections uh, because um, it, it, it's it's going to be interesting going down uh, to the wire, who makes the playoffs. Um, Juwan, I want to start with you. Um, and welcome back, by the way. Uh, Thank you. Eastern Conference. Yeah, Eastern Conference. All right, so obviously we got Milwaukee, Toronto, Indy, Boston, Philly, all of those teams are gonna make it. Brooklyn will probably make it. Um they they seem like they, more, they're more they're than likely. Be there. More yeah, than I'm not worried about them. Uh, but I, after that, like it's just a lot of a lot of wide open um lot wide open space. Um and how do you how do you see the Eastern Conference playoff picture um kind of panning out there, Juan?
3: It's funny because it's like as much as you kinda of wanna like feel as though the, the Eastern Conference is is really panning out um, to be a really good one, it still has the issue of it's only three, maybe four deep. Um, so you no, it's look four at deep. It and you kind of, yeah, it's four at deep. Four. It's like, yeah, at least four. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said three. It's definitely four <laughs> deep. Um, and then when you look at it, you kind of go, well, like who else is there? So then you kind of go, Actually I'm sorry, it's not four deep. <laughs> My apologies, sorry, audience. It's five deep. So you got Milwaukee, Toronto, mm-hmm. Indiana,
2: Boston and Philly. Yeah. That's your five. Right. Four. Uh, or depends on how how, how how depends on how much how much you trust the Indiana without all the depot.
1: Right, without all the depot, yeah.
2: To be honest, there's only twenty five games left.
3: And they're thirty-eight and twenty. I don't see them dropping tremendously. No, between I'm not now saying, and the, the, the playoffs. I'm, I'm saying playoffs.
2: Oh, right, God, and, they're, not, they're not. I got you. They're and, not falling out. And, okay, I got, and, I got you. I got
1: you. I got you.
3: Like
1: just just for for posterity's sake, I have the uh, uh, remaining strength of schedule pulled up here. Indiana has the eighth toughest remaining strength of schedule. Um, oh, okay. They got to play right. the Bucks. They got to play the Warriors. They got to play Denver twice, OKC twice. Um, so, they, I, I don't expect them to to hold on to that um, third. I think they'll slip to fifth. Right, I, 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 right. Yeah, I, 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 that's I fair. That. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, Okay, that's, that's where you guys are coming from. I look at six, seven, and eight. This is where I am completely uh, stuck because I want uh, Blake and Andre Drummond to make the playoffs. I desperately want Detroit currently t- kind of in the eight seed. Right, they're currently in the AFC. I want them to be able to build some semblance of success in a what seems to be very flawed uh, organization as of late. Um, I, sure. I, I kind of just want them to make it. You yeah. look at Charlotte. This is probably almost 100% Kemba Walker's last season with the Hornets. So you want him yeah. to finally make the playoffs. Um, and then you look at Brooklyn. I'm biased, so like there'll never be a time where I support Brooklyn being in the playoffs when my Knicks aren't. So I look at Brooklyn, and I I really hope that they um they fall because I want Dwayne Wade to, you know, make the playoffs in his last season, uh playing in this league. Uh, I I value that more. But you look at Brooklyn; they're playing so well, it just doesn't seem likely. Um, but the way I'm gonna go with with shaping this is Charlotte seven. Uh, I mean Charlotte six, Detroit uh seven, and hopefully Miami can squeeze in in that eighth position to round things out. Uh so we could see Dwayne Wade's last ride um you know, end in the
1: playoffs rather than the regular season. Interesting. Um Yeah, I mean I I I definitely disagree a little bit. I think I don't think Charlotte's gonna make it, man. I, I <laughs> they just don't have anybody outside of Kimba um, who who's really that good. Um, like Batum used to be good, and now oh. he's just this overpaid guy who who like, oh. just doesn't really help them. Um, so Lamb is probably their second best player um, this bad. season. Yeah, and that's not good. Um, They've never figured out how to utilize Monk. Poor man. Um, it, and, you know, I get it. I mean, he's a tough guy. You can't really play alongside Kimba. Um, you know, they, they probably should have figured out some kind of way to, like, turn him into something, like trade him for something, because there's other teams who can utilize him. Um, Like, I mean, fuck, man. I'd love to see Monk play alongside someone like, say, Lonzo Ball. Like, Monk's a guy who's undersized and likes to shoot the ball. Lonzo's a guy who's, like, oversized and pretty good at defense who likes to pass the ball. Like, that that's, like, an ideal perfect fit compliment. there. Um, yeah, perfect compliment. Um, and and maybe they just shouldn't have drafted him, like, you know, to begin with. But, um, yeah, I mean, he was the, the, the quote-unquote best player available when they drafted him, even though they – you know, pass on Donovan Mitchell to take him. Um, but nevertheless, like, I, yeah, I, they also, they have the second toughest strength of schedule remaining. Um, and which is crazy. Uh, Cause like, uh, you know, there's, there's very few teams at the top tier of the, the Eastern conference teams of the top tier of like toughest strength of schedule remaining. Brooklyn, has the third toughest strength of schedule remaining. So you might get your wish there, uh, Juwan, for them to slip out um, and not make the playoffs. I think Orlando, look out for them. They have the 28th um, toughest strength of schedule room remaining. Um, and they are currently, uh, what, only uh, one and a half game. Uh, no, I'm sorry, they're half a game back. Uh, from the eight seed, I I think Orlando could uh, definitely I mean, a winning run. Streak too. Exactly, I think a seven and three over the last ten. I think Orlando could make a run. I expect them to make the playoffs. Um, they you know they made that Fultz trade, but they didn't really give up anybody who was playing. Um, like Simmons wasn't right. really playing. For them. They didn't. Crazy. They right. yeah they 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 didn't make a move that like um hurt their um their you know mm-hmm. prospects of making the playoffs this year. Um you know, but they, they made a move that could maybe help them down the road. Which I think it was probably the, the the kind of position that we always sort of expected from Orlando, that kind of one foot in, one foot out. Um like they weren't I don't think they were ever going to trade Roth or Vucevic because they, they want to make the playoffs. Um and mm-hmm. and I think I think they're going to make it. I think um, I I don't know what the seeding will be, but after those top five, I'm going to say Orlando. um, I'm going to say Detroit does make it. I think I think they'll be in, and uh, I, I I I want to say Brooklyn keeps it, even though they have a tough schedule. Um I just, there's something about that team that's kind of fiery to me um yep. but then again, nobody getting healthy I, think again. Wa- mm. I think I think Washington with Beal like leading the way, I think they could make it make a good case too so i I, I don't know but i i'll I'll say, I'll say Brooklyn just for the sake of, of picking a team um so yeah i I'll, I'll, I'll I'm gonna leave it there orlando um Brooklyn, and Detroit. That's, that's who I'm going to pick for those final three spots. Joel?
2: Yeah, I'm not that far off from you. Um, Brooklyn, I think they've separated themselves enough for me to say that they're better than all the rest of the worst teams in the East. <laughs> so they probably sure. deserve a spot in the top in the top eight. Everything else after, mm-hmm. underneath them, though, is pretty much a crapshoot. Charlotte did nothing at the trade deadline to get better. Absolutely shit. No. Um. Mm-mm. And they probably and like you just said, their schedules are much better, so they're gonna struggle to stay in there. Uh, as much as I wouldn't mind seeing them in there, um, I didn't have them making it. Uh, so I would not be surprised if they fell out of it. But uh, hopefully, hopefully for Jordan's sake, they try to they make that playoff spot and make something happen. But I don't know, uh,
1: Detroit. Um, are playing bad. I think catch twenty two though, man. It, it, it is, like, it is like but you know, Kimba's Kimba's probably gonna be all NBA out. and I don't wanna I don't wanna pay him a super max. Yeah,
2: and not many people do. I, I get it. I try. I totally get it. And they probably should and Charlotte probably should move on, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh Orlando's yeah. on a roll right now. They started on a roll, then they hit a hell of a fucking like they fell all the way down and then uh they they kind of climbed out of it they've they've stayed in the hunt. Miami's the team I, I feel um they haven't been healthy. They've been struggling with health most of the season. They, I can't figure out what yeah. lineup is what. Uh, Dragic should be back soon hopefully for them. Um right. But they did trade away they they have no point guards on their the squad right now. Dragic's the only one and he's not healthy. Uh, they they've been playing a lot of uh, uh Justice Winslow a lot at point guards. Um, so I'm not sure what Miami is, but they they have a good coach, they have decent players, so they has a the chance they can. Uh, and I want uh, for Wade's sake, I would love to see them make it. Uh, Detroit, I don't know what the fuck they did to the Detroit. They got rid of their good wings. Uh, they got, they brought in uh, uh He's a good shooter, but he's really young and what you know green. Um, That means they're going to give more – I mean, at least to me, it looks like they're going to probably get more uh, free time for Luke Kennard to get some minutes, and they're uh, looking Bruce Brown, uh, who they – he's been playing a lot and not performing. (laughs) He's just here taking minutes, uh, at least from what I can see. Um, So I'm not sure how – Detroit will have a chance with Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond and uh, just something from Reggie Jackson. So there might be a chance for them to stick stick it there. Washington – is it uh, I I don't trust them. <laughs> I just don't. Uh, I think yeah. they have a chance, but uh, I just don't trust them. I trust them I more all Weirdly, <laughs> like, it's yeah, weird, but very weird. weirdly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, if I had to pick, I'd probably say Brooklyn, uh, Miami, Detroit, or Detroit, man, whatever. I don't know if Charlotte's gonna make it. I don't know uh, if Washington's gonna be able to to get up to that that spot either. So, um. Maybe oh no oh yeah wait what did I say not Charlotte sure. Brooklyn Miami Orlando yeah those are my my final three spots all right
1: yeah we'll see how it all plays out all right let's move quickly to the West um and to me it's basically who makes it between the Clippers the Kings and the Lakers uh I'm gonna take the Kings Whoa. I, just, I, I just I like I just think that. They've got like this swagger behind them. They want it, man. They, they want really it. want it. Yeah. They don't. They don't have a pick. Um, they have the 21st toughest um, remaining strength of schedule, whereas uh, the Lakers have the ninth. Um, so like that, I think bodes well for the Kings. Uh, now coming out of the playoff break, I I think you could see the the Lakers jump ahead of them. Uh, like, quickly, um, but I don't think it'll be by a a, a large amount. And then the Kings have a much easier schedule after, like, say, the next six or seven games. Um, And I I think that could bode well. Now, the Clippers also have a pretty easy schedule going uh, down the stretch, but I I just don't think they want to make the playoffs. I don't think they're really going to be trying that hard. They want to keep their pick. Um, They want all their future assets. Um, I don't think they're gonna like make it obvious they're tanking, but you know, they play the Knicks twice, uh the Cavs twice, um, the Bulls, the Grizz. Um I, I I expect they'll lose a handful of those games. Um, you know, I, I, I just don't I don't think they really wanna be in that picture. Um so that's just I don't know, what what I guess. Uh but Juwan, what are your thoughts on uh the West?
3: Uh, I'm going LeBron and the uh the the Lakers, uh rounding out
1: okay.
3: excuse me, that eighth seed. Uh we've talked about this numerous times. There's no way the Clippers want to lose that pick. And it's as simple as right. doing whatever you need to do to not win those really easy games coming up. Um but I do exactly. believe that the Kings have the Rockets, the Warriors, uh I can't remember the other teams, but I do know they have at least those two teams. Uh, on their schedule. So, I mean, there's some games that the Kings can lose, and at some point you're going you're gonna to start to say, like, that youth is really going to kind of, you know, fold a little bit. Um, I just – I have to ride on LeBron. LeBron's able to – these guys are all healthy now. Everyone's back. So the idea that he can get these guys on the same page and they can make a push, um, they got to start, like, right away. Because if they, if they can win enough games, they could aim for that, uh, that Spurs spot. And if they're smart – they want that spot, not the eighth. Um, so I'm right. going to go Lakers to round it out.
1: Interesting. Uh, to answer your question, the six toughest Whoa. opponents that the Kings have remaining, uh, they have the Bucks, they have the Warriors, they have OKC, they have to play Boston twice, and the 76ers. The Lakers have to play the Bucks twice, uh, Toronto, Golden State, Denver and OKC; those are their six toughest games remaining, uh, according to uh, record. Um, But Joelle, what are your thoughts on the West?
2: My heart says Kings. My mind says Lakers. Yeah,
1: (laughs) maybe because you know
2: I want the Kings to make it. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about the Lakers making it or not. Uh, But it's hard to count out LeBron being healthy. As long as he's healthy, there's always a chance. They're going to sneak in and make that eighth seed and get eliminated in the first round. It's all, you know, how it is. Um, but I do, I I, I don't know. I, I would rather see the Kings make it just because um, they just seem like they want it more. They're fighting for it and they're going for it, you know. They, they traded mm-hmm. Harrison Barnes. Like, there's, some, yep. there's, a, there's a feistiness of the Kings I would love to see in the playoffs. There's a lethargic, a, a lethargic. What's the word? Lethargic. What's there's a word for it. Yeah. Um. There's there's something about it about them that that to me is lacking. Um. There's a fire that's missing. Maybe that's because of the trade deadline and everything over that was attached to it. But, um. Yeah. I just I'd love to see the Kings. I think the Clippers are just gonna fall out of it. I think they're not gonna say that out loud like you were saying, but they're probably gonna slowly, quietly slip away from contention. The uh, and then right. of course. There's always a chance Minnesota tries to sneak in there. You never know with their little up-and-down year. Uh, But more than likely, it's going to come down to me, the Kings and Lakers. uh, As long as San Antonio doesn't find a a hole to fall into, hopefully they don't. But as of right now, I think it's going to come down to the Kings-Lakers. Hopefully the Kings make it. If not, uh, I wouldn't put money against the Lakers making it either.
1: Yeah, I mean – I I understand. I like my heart also says Sacramento, um, but it, my brain does too. Um, and I know it's like crazy to bet against LeBron, but just like there's a lot of variables that go Hard, into yeah. like the the last stretch of the season, and like they they both have tough games to play. They have to play each other one more time, um, but like they also have a slew of easy games to play. Here's the thing, I I think the Lakers and and Sacramento will probably like split the tough games. I trust Sacramento to win the easy games more than I do the Lakers. Like I I, do I just too. feel like the Lakers you <laughs> never know what's going to fucking happen with them. So like I don't know. I I think Sacramento beats them by like a game, maybe two. Yeah. Um and just takes them that out. I think, 100% yeah yeah I don't either, and i just I just feel like the whole team is just kind of disinterested at this point, so i right. I don't know we'll we'll see how it happens and like and here's the thing, if you're a LeBron, like for your legacy like would you rather make the playoffs and and lose in the first round for the first time ever in your career or miss the playoffs for the third time in your career? I don't think either one is great, but this, but, but neither is you know. Not I don't think either is necessarily worse than the other. Um so you know that as well. Uh, but anyway. Great show guys. Uh always fun fucking uh, shooting the shit with you guys, talking NBA hoops. Uh be sure uh Geek visualization to check out uh, Wrestling Geeks Alliance tomorrow at seven o'clock. Uh we will be back uh Probably this Thursday, maybe we, we might take a we might have a, a one show week this week. We'll see how it goes. Um, in fact, I we probably will. We'll probably be back next Tuesday, <laughs> uh, but keep and we will be on Sunday. Um, and uh, you know, we'll we'll see you then. But until then, peace.
3: peace.